A man caught lurking near U.S. Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh's home early yesterday has been charged with attempted murder of a federal judge. A criminal complaint was filed charging Nicholas John Roski, 26, of Simi Valley, California, on federal charges of attempted murder of a Supreme Court justice, said the FBI, uh, FBI's Joy Giras. Roski is expected to have initial appear- an initial appearance in U.S. District Court in Greenbelt today at 3 p.m. before U.S. Magistrate Judge Timothy J. Sullivan. Roski was arrested in the Washington suburb of Chevy Chase, Maryland, early Wednesday. A DOJ affidavit details how Roski allegedly traveled to Kavanaugh's home armed with weapons and burglary tools with the intent to kill the justice and prevent him from ruling on Second Amendment and abortion cases. On June 8th, at approximately 1.05 a.m., two United States deputy marshals saw an individual dressed in black clothing carrying a backpack and a suitcase get out of a taxi cab that had stopped in front of the Montgomery County, Maryland residence of a current justice of the United States Supreme Court. Roski looked at the two U.S. marshals who were standing by their parked cars and then walked down the street. The Montgomery County Emergency Communications Center then received a call from an individual who identified himself as Nicholas John Roski, and said he was having suicidal thoughts, that he had a gun in his suitcase, and that he had come from California to kill a specific United States Supreme Court justice. Police were dispatched to the justice's home where they encountered Roski still on the phone with the Montgomery County Emergency Communications Center. They took Roski into custody without incident. An inventory search of the seized suitcase and backpack revealed a black tactical chest rig and a tactical knife, a Glock 17 pistol with two magazines and ammunition, pepper spray, zip ties, a hammer, a screwdriver, a nail punch, a crowbar, pistol light, duct tape, hiking boots with padding on the outside of the soles, and other items. Roski found Kavanaugh's address online, the affidavit said. Pro-abortion advocates with a group called Ruth Sent Us had posted the address online sparking heavy criticism from those who feared for the justice's safety. I should interject here and say, not including members of the Biden administration who defended the protesting at justice's homes, the location being published of the justice's homes. They supported this. They own this. I'll continue with that in a moment. Ruth sent us, did not immediately respond to a request for comment from the Daily Wire, but put out a statement saying they do not support violence. I'll refrain from a sickened chuckle there. Roski told authorities he was upset about the leak of a recent Supreme Court draft decision regarding the right to abortion, as well as the recent school shooting in Texas, indicating he believed that the justice, Kavanaugh, would... Uh, Intended to that he intended to kill would side with the Second Amendment decisions that would loosen gun control laws. Roski stated he began thinking about how to give his life a purpose and decided he would kill the Supreme Court justice after finding justices the justices Montgomery County address on the internet. Roski further indicated he had purchased the Glock pistol and other items for the purpose of breaking into the justice's residence and killing him as well as himself. It was not immediately clear whether the Kavanaugh family was at home when the incident occurred. The FBI would not comment further on the uh, Kavanaugh family's whereabouts. I'll stop there. I'll stop there to point to the obvious. This was a Democrat lunatic hitman who was in Washington, D.C., from California, traveled across the country 
to make good on the threats made by the Democrat majority leader of the United States Senate. Just a little over two years ago, just a little over two years ago, Chuck Schumer stood on the steps of the Supreme Court and threatened the justices inside, two of them by name, if they didn't rule the way he wanted them to rule in a particular case, specifically a case that might involve the overturning of Roe versus Wade. He threatened them. He didn't say, politically speaking, he threatened them, two of them by name, one of them with the name of Kavanaugh, the same Kavanaugh, who was nearly assassinated. If two can, can we even imagine for just one second if those two marshals had not been outside of Kavanaugh's house? Because Kavanaugh does not, neither do any of the Supreme Court justices or their families, routinely get security protection. Mitch McConnell stood on the floor of the Senate yesterday and demanded that Democrats stop obstructing a very simple, what should be unanimous bipartisan bill to provide security for Supreme Court justices, particularly in the wake of major threats made against them and their families. If those two marshals hadn't been there, I don't want to imagine what would have happened. He brought zip ties. He brought all of those tools that I mentioned beyond the gun, which can only be thought to be used for the purposes of torture. Otherwise, why those tools? There's burglary tools to get in, and then what he was going to do with those other things, Lord only knows. But he was there to carry out a threat, a threat that was made by the majority leader of the United States Senate, someone who should be investigated for his role in this, and someone who should, in shame, resign his position in the United States Senate today. Because there is no ambiguity to what he said just over two years ago. I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind, and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions. I have played that audio clip numerous times in the last two years plus since it was since the uh, remarks were made. And I have pointed out numerous times what I'm going to point out now. There is no way for Schumer, <clears throat> for Democrats, for the left, for the Biden administration, for the New York Times, for anybody on the left side of the political spectrum that defends Democrats. No way for them to justify a single word of that. They cannot claim that it was a figure of speech to say you will pay the price and that it wasn't literal and physically a threat. It, it, it was a political price. People say that all the time. And they can pull out a montage of clips of people saying, pay the price, meaning politically. You're going to pay a price at the ballot box. And they're right about that. We say that all the time. All the time. I talk about the pathetic, feckless rulers of, uh, in Columbus, Ohio, in our General Assembly, who, who are Republicans, who do nothing, nothing for the people of this state who act and govern like Democrats, and I always say they're going to pay the price in the primary. We're going to primary them out. They're going to pay the price politically. I get that. But this is where they lose. 
Supreme Court justices cannot pay a price politically because they're not political. They don't run for office. They're not elected. They have no role in politics. They only have role, a role in deciding what is constitutional and what legislation is not constitutional. Their role is not one that is political. They can't be voted out. The only way they can be replaced is if one of two things happen. One, they resign. Or two, they die. And since Brett Kavanaugh is far too young to die of natural causes, one would suspect, they had to make sure he dies another way. The only way to tip the balance of the court back to the abortion rights, baby killers point of view is for one of the um, anti-Roe or likely pro-lifers, if you will, on that court to die. And then for Joe Biden to be able to name another pro-abortion justice in his place. Chuck Schumer did not mean you will pay a price, Gorsuch and Kavanaugh, at the ballot box because they don't work with ballot boxes. They are appointed, not elected. There is no way to take this threat other than just that, a threat on their safety. I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions. That's practically a hit being ordered. And it took two years for some nut job to figure, I'll carry it out. Nobody else is going to do this. I got it. And least, lest you think that this is something that ended only with Chuck Schumer and, and radical extremist lunatics in the uh, Democrat-run Senate, this rises all the way up to the Biden White House as well. This was just last month. Apologies, let me get that set up for you here. This was literally just last month. Peter Ducey talking to Jen Psaki. How about the yesterday? So just about moving forward, these activists posted a map with the home addresses of the Supreme Court justices. Is that the kind of thing this president wants to help your side make their point? Look, I think the president's view is that there's a lot of passion, a lot of fear, uh, a lot of uh, sadness from many, many people across this country. about. So sadness, passion, and fear makes it okay to violate federal law and go to Supreme Court justices' homes, dox them, and threaten and intimidate them and their families. Is that what you're saying, you redheaded nightmare? what they saw in that leaked document. Uh, We obviously want people's privacy to be respected. We want people to protest peacefully if they want to to protest. That is certainly what the president's view would be. So he doesn't care if they're protesting outside the Supreme Court or outside someone's private residence. I, I don't have an official U.S. government position on where people protest. I don't have an official U.S. government position on where people protest. It's in the law. It's in the U.S. Code, 1507. You cannot protest outside the residences or the places of business of judges or jurors or attorneys or witnesses, much less Supreme Court justices. But you don't have an official position as to where people can protest. And that's because you and your dementia-addled boss supported the intimidation of these justices outside their homes. Tell us more, Nightmare. 
I wanted, we, we wanted, of course, to be peaceful. And certainly the president would want people's uh, privacy to be respected. But I think we shouldn't lose the point here. The reason people are protesting is because women across the country are worried about their fundamental rights that have been law for 50 years. So the rights of the justices who may make that decision must be violated in return. Is that what you're saying, Nightmare? Their rights to make choices about their own bodies and their own health care are at risk. That's why people are protesting. They're on happy they're scared so that makes it okay to threaten with physical violence supreme court justices and their families and if you think that's the worst of it think again the worst of it is democrats have not come out and fully condemned and disavowed this This attack, this attempted assassination, attempted murder is the charge. An attempted assassination of a Supreme Court justice specifically for the purpose of stopping the release of, which is going to happen any week now, of a Supreme Court decision that they may not like. Democrats are not even condemning this. Not fully, not totally. I ask you. If a young white male like this Roski character had showed up in Washington, D.C., if he showed up in Washington, D.C. with an intent to kill Elena Kagan or Sonia Sotomayor, and I know she's not seated yet, but or Ketanji Brown-Jackson, and the entire story was the same except this was a conservative who was angry with a left-wing justice, What do you think would be done? 24-7, round-the-clock coverage, 24-7. Joe Biden would be in front of the, or behind the podium and in front of the cameras in seconds, screaming about how how awful these people are, and this is what happens with right-wing extremism, and blah, 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 blah. But because this is a left-wing nut, just like James Hodgkinson, James Hodgkinson, who was a Bernie bro, who took Bernie's statements about stopping the Republicans any way that they can, literally, and took his rifle to the, in 2017, to the U.S. House baseball, uh, uh, or the Republican baseball team practice in Maryland, and shot and nearly killed Steve Scalise, and if he hadn't been shot at by police officers on the scene, would have killed Multiple Republican members of Congress. These nuts don't have to be apologized for. And oh, by the way, back to the point about the 24-7 coverage. That's how it would be if this had been in reverse. But it's not that way. The attempted assassination of Supreme Court Justice Kavanaugh by a left-wing lunatic, which happened today, is currently, now this was, uh, this was from nine hours ago, so around midnight is currently the 15th lead story on the New York Times website. 15th. 15th. There were 14 other stories that were ranked ahead of the attempted assassination of Brett Kavanaugh to stop the Roe versus Wade decision from coming down. 
I want you to think about that, and I want you to think about who the threat is in this country when the Department of Justice tells us about domestic terrorism. You tell me where the threat really lies. I'll tell you where it lies. It lies at the head of the Democrat Party. I want to tell you, Gorsuch. I want to tell you, Kavanaugh. You have released the whirlwind, and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions. Always Right Radio, right back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.